Good morning. This is another day that God has made. Aren't we supposed to rejoice? Well, then let us. We give God the praise and the glory and the honor for another beautiful, glorious day as he has set it in place. We thank God for another chance at life. We thank God that all things are working together for our good, according to Romans 8 and 28. I've really been on Romans 8 and 28 quite a bit because I am declaring it over my life, and I certainly hope that you guys are declaring it over yours. I want you all to know that all things are working together for your good. You don't have to worry about a thing at all. God is working it all out for you. It's already, already, already done. And you can declare that in Jesus' mighty name. So I just wanted to come on today and just kind of randomly talk about some important, you know, um, some important things that I think we all need to remember. Number one, the Bible says, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Sometimes or sometimes you'll find that the enemy likes to try to bring uh, condemning thoughts your way. He might try to bring condemning thoughts your way because he feels like you have repented and you've given things over to God, but you're still going to do the same thing. And he'll remind you and try to get you to ruminate over past sins. But I want you to remember that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. No more are you who you were as soon as you repent. And why do I say that? If you truly believe and you truly repented, that means that you were ready to say, God, I'm done with this putrid of sin. I'm done eating this vomit. I'm done turning in ways you would have me not to turn. I'm done going down the left side of the road. I'm ready to get back on the right side. And as surely as you ask God to get you back in line with him, as surely he does it. He will wash your sins as white as snow. It's as if you have not even sinned against him. He will cast it into the, the sea of forgetfulness. Why does he do this? Because he's a slate wiping God. But don't let the enemy try to, you know, the enemy just can't sit his hind pots down. He always want to try to throw a rope of dope or throw something in there to make you remember the things that you have done. You know, but you need to cast down those imaginations, cast down those thoughts. I don't care if you did it yesterday. I don't care if you did it five minutes ago. Stay in the posture of repentance unto God. But when you say you want to repent, just remember that means you're ready to turn. That means you're ready to change. That means you are ready for God. You are ready to walk in righteousness. You are ready to turn from whatever it is that's either holding you, being a stronghold in your life, or that has you bound or had you bound. When God sets you free, you're free indeed. We thank God for his son that he sent here to die a sinner's death on the cross for us. Through and by that way, we can be forgiven of our sins. We go to God and we just ask God, to forgive us but not only that but there's got to be some true repentance going on that means I don't want to do the things I used to do anymore even if you got to ask God to set you free from the things that you're dealing with do you think that the heavenly father won't do that the bible talks about if a son comes to his father and asks for some bread will he give him a stone instead no no he will not and it's the same with God if deliverance is the children's bread all you have to do is ask all you got to do is ask. We have not because we ask not. Get into a posture where you can say, God, I need you in this area, in that area of my life. Or for some of or many of us, 
God, I need you in every area of my life. Seep down and touch me and make me clean. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. The unrighteousness of my mind, the unrighteousness of my thoughts, the unrighteousness of my tongue. Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you're thinking, whatever it is that ways that you've taken on, any ways of the world that you've taken on, you can go to God and ask God to forgive you and ask God and then let him know that you repent. Repent means to turn away from sin. Sin is toxic. Sin is poisonous. Sin is created to keep you bound. It's created to keep you engulfed. It's created to entangle you. And it's going to entangle you until it got it gets you to a position where it snuffs out your anointing. It snuffs out the power that God has given you. It snuffs out the blessing. Don't allow sin to come in. It's going to smell like candy. It's going to look like chocolate. It's going to, you know, even have the aroma of everything that you desire. But I promise you, it's not none of that. It's just going to turn up to turn out and turn you out into a devil's hell. But see, God said, I come. He said, his son, Jesus, said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. God is going to give you an abundant life. Just turn your life to him. Sometimes we even have to rededicate ourselves back to God. We have to say, Lord, this is my sin. I did this. I said this. I did that. I turned to that. But Lord, I ask you to forgive me. Forgive me of that. Call it out what you've done. Tell him, admit what you've done. And then ask God to forgive you. And then repent repent of it and turn from it because when you make the conscious decision to turn from what won't serve you but what but from what will poison you from what will intoxify you what will ultimately kill and destroy you that means you went there's only two ways honey if you're turning away from that you're turning towards the hands of God and he will take you and he will cleanse you and he will wash you and he will make you whole instantly but you got to ask yourself, is that something you really want? Are you really ready to let go of that sin? Are you really ready to let go of the people and the places and the things that has you engulfed and stuck and away from God? You have to remember that if it's taking you away from God, it's not of God. If it's taking your mind in a direction it shouldn't go, then that's not of God. Sometimes our flesh will lead us down paths we shouldn't be. And, you know, at the end of the day, when we do things against God, you know what the enemy's going to turn around and tell you? Because, see, even the enemy knows that God is good. You know what the enemy's going to turn around and tell you? He's going to call you a fool and say, you know what? It's your fault. You had the right to say yes or no. You had the right to, to, to invite this in or not. You had the right to partake of that or not, but you chose to partake of it. And so now I'm going to destroy you. Let's not give the enemy the satisfaction of the doubt or the benefit of the doubt, or the satisfaction of destroying us when we have the decision to repent from our sins, turn from our wicked ways, and acknowledge God in all our ways, and allow Him to direct our paths, and to walk in obedience to what God has told us to do, or what He has told us not to do. There are so many reasons why God tells you to leave some people alone in your life. This is also a time where God is also still. He's going to continue to separate the wheat from the tear. I'm going to give you an example of my life really briefly. 
So there was somebody that I really cared about and hoped to have a really deep connection with. And so I asked God, why can't I have a deep connection with this person? What is it? So I had a dream that me and this person had partook in sin together. And after we partook in sin, we went on the balcony and out of nowhere, the sky just all of a sudden turned to a flame of fire. It, and we heard the trumpet sound and it was the coming of Christ and we knew it. It was angels and demons fighting and we could see it. It was raining down fire and different rain and all this stuff was happening all at one time. And the thunder and the waterfall sounds was in the air. So we knew God's presence was there. And immediately it was almost like it wasn't even like really that God, had, Jesus had really come or God had come yet. But it was almost like a precursor, like kind of like. This is a warning, right? It was like a warning. All I could feel within myself was it was a warning. Me and the same person fell to our knees. We fell to our knees and we fell to our faces. And then we started repenting. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of this. And in my, I was asking God to forgive me for all of my previous sins, all of my sins from the past. And I specified the sin that me and that person had partook of, which in that dream, it was sexual sin. And as I was repenting and I said, God, I turned to you. I turned it to you, God. I did this the other I did this the other night. I just finished it. But God, forgive me, Lord God. I repent of this, God. Take this off of me, Lord, right? And I was repenting of sexual sin. I asked God to deliver me from anything that would stop me from being able to go when he goes. And when I touched the same person and I looked at them and I and I touched him and I said, let's both repent of the same sin from the other night. He looked at me as if he was hesitant and he got up. Even though all this stuff is happening, he got up and put his book bag on and stood in the corner like, no, I'm not I'm not ready to let that sin go. I'm sitting here like, dude, do you not know that this is a huge warning? I can clearly see the warning. I can clearly see. You can clearly see all the fire and all the stuff that's going to angels. You can, And you're going to say to me, even though you have the sight to see. Maybe that's a revelation. He had the sight to see what he shouldn't have did, but he, he was just still engulfed with the sin. He preferred the sin over salvation. He preferred the sin over allowing God to change his life. Right then and there, it was like God was giving us the chance to choose. And he chose not to repent of that. And even though he was being honest, I know I'm thinking, do you not understand? But then I eventually, I turned around and said, you know what? I don't even care. I'm going. If you don't want to go, I'm going to go. And I turn around and I just continue to repent. I continue to put my head in the ground. I continue to put my head in my palm. I continue to receive all that God had for me, even though this particular person, this man decided he wasn't going to do that. And you know what? That was very revelatory of a dream. That was very prophetic of a dream. And I didn't even tell you all of it. But one thing I will tell you, though, There'll be so many people who you be thinking that's going to be coming along with you. And God said, no, they didn't choose me. No, they chose the world. No, they didn't choose you because they chose the world. They're not going to take anything that belongs to me. Like they're not going to take you or go along with you when they they didn't even choose me. I got you going in another direction. And yeah, you're not going where they're going. They're headed to hell. I'm taking you to heaven. I'm taking you to my, to, to the light and to life. They don't want life. They want to die and be partakers of the world. 
That's the reason why God is separating the, 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 the wheat from the tear. Those who are repenting, those who are truly repenting and turning from their sins, those who are truly sorry unto God and say, Lord, for, for God, I live for God. I die, Lord, forgive me of my sins. OK, you are representative of the wheat. You are repentant. But those who do not repent of their sins. Oh, yeah, they're going to they're going to go straight to hell. And I'm not condemning. I'm just saying this is what God is saying, even in his word. So repent of your sins, turn from your wicked ways. You're not going to everybody's not going to repent with you and not even in the fervency that you do. But just keep with God. Keep with God. Don't turn back with them. Keep with God. And God will keep you. I love you guys. I'm here at work. But I just pray that each and every one of you ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for letting us see another day. I ask you to forgive me. Forgive us of all of our sins. Anything that we said, thought, did, that was wrong in your sight. We ask for you to forgive us of it, Lord. We pray, oh God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that you step into our circumstances, every area of our life, Lord. Turn around for our good and your glory. Lord, we declare Romans 8 and 28 over our life, that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose, oh God. And we just thank you, Lord, that we are called according to your purpose, Lord. And Lord, we do love you. And that's why we repenting of our sins to you, God. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for keeping us, Lord. And I thank you for shielding us and continue to go on our day, Lord God. Help um, us to stay in a posture of repentance. We love you. We thank you. We bless you. We give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Glory be unto God. Well, I do have to go, but until next time, you guys. God bless.